Hello. I'm hey here guys. With the Pier One Imports Princess. <laughs> there is absolutely no context for that joke. And you still that, won't get it. I learned that Haley has a family dynasty in <laughs> former. <laughs> I didn't even realize Pier 1 Imports was out of business. <laughs> yeah, we have several studio families that all worked there, and we're also high up. Like, more than one. Wow. Yeah. That's... Nope. Uh, Pier 1 is dead. Pier 1, uh, rest in power. Pier 1, um, you had the best overpriced... Do you remember oh how Michaels got in trouble, or Hobby Lobby got in trouble <gasps> for, like, stealing, for like, smuggling. ancient artifacts? <laughs> Something yes. gives Pier One gives me the same energy. Oh, and they got away with it. You it know? gives me the same energy. It doesn't give me the <laughs> I just like. Accidentally looked up Hanby Lobby. <laughs> it doesn't give me the same energy, um, the same homophobic energy that Hobby Lobby gives me, like Uber Christian energy. But it just gives me like so willing to get that cultured aesthetic that they will steal ancient artifacts oh, yeah. from other countries. Oh, yes. Okay, I will me... not elaborate. Let me start. Let me look up. There is a Wikipedia Wikipedia page. Are you okay? The Hobby Lobby smuggling scandal. Dude, um, when that broke, that was like, I need to like read about that because that's all of my like favorite passions in one. The really, artifacts were intended for the Museum of the Bible, funded by the Evangelical Christian Green family, which owns the Oklahoma-based chain. Um, and they were looted from Iraq. Several shipments of artifacts like what? Were seized by U.S. Customs agents in 2011. The you okay, and it culminated in a 2017 civil forfeiture case, United States of America versus approximately 450 ancient cuneiform tablets and approximately 3,000 ancient clay fulei. What? Like what? Hobby Lobby agreed to return the artifacts and pay a fine of $3 million. Oh, and they were returned to Iraq. That's good. Oh, and then there were some in, from Egypt as well. That's, it's, this is just insane to me. I'm gonna, I need to tweet that out. Just the screenshot of the Hobby Lobby smuggling scandal. I, it really does seem like it overlaps with a lot of your passions, especially if they stole it from, um, <laughs> Chris. Kevin is like obsessed with scratching my carpet and I just hear him in the background going Kevin no 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 <laughs> the fact that he named his cat Kevin I will like never be over also he just, he just looks like a Kevin um but anyways what was I saying it really does overlap with a lot of your loves because it seems like there's yeah. some like fundamentalism in there there's also a new podcast I've been into, highly, highly recommend, called Scam Goddess. <gasps> and it that feels like something that Scam Goddess would yes. cover. Sorry, I'm purchasing tickets for this show real quick. I'm going to oh, take Shelly. Oh, going to? Our, some of our high schoolers are doing um, the Adams Family at their school. Cute. So I'm going to take Steli tomorrow. That's adorable. Um, For a little date. But I'm really glad that the year <laughs> one, I mean, with imports being in your name, in their name, you never know. 
you know? Yeah, it just, it, it gives me smuggle vibes. It gives, it. there's definite smuggle vibes. Blood sounds like things were good, um, but now they are <laughs> dissolved and you can no longer spend $30 on a tiny vase to hold your candles. Yeah. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're really just on one today. Um, yeah. Okay, I tried to tweet that. <laughs> tweet not sent we're sorry we weren't able to send your tweet would you like to retry i feel like this is god coming through it's like knock it the fuck off (laughs) i'm gonna hit retry (laughs) okay this is a shout out to my friend his tweet just popped up on my timeline it's really good the duolingo owl is low-key toxic problematic manipulative and gaslighting are you okay? The Duolingo owl. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys. Anyways. Um, um, <laughs> okay, can I start off? I don't I don't think I know any tea from this week. Let me go look at Reddit real quick. Um, there, oh, there's rumors of Blake being Bachelor, and if that is the case... Blake Moynes? Yes, and if that is the case, I will be drowning my No, there's no I way. That's fake. I That's fake. There's <laughs> absolutely no way. Like, I don't want to see this man look for love for the fourth time. <gasps> oh, interesting. An what? Apparently... Will... From the season, uh-huh. has some problematic tweets. Uh oh, not the problematic tweets. On a scale, or problematic retweets. What's like a what are what's like the content? Uh, like how is it? He like- doesn't like U.S. women. He's apparently from the Dominican Republic. He's tweeted, toxic masculinity is a term coined by damaged women to weed out traits that make the fragile ego ego feel insecure when they're in the shadow of a male figure. Okay. A woman who had a strong and responsible father recognizes the importance of masculinity. Um, I had a strong and responsible father and I still believe in toxic masculinity. Um, and then American women in general make it hard for a man to want to take them serious. Oh, from the, that's fair. From the <laughs> feminism BS, lack of accountability, wanting to be thoughts and increase masculine energy to name a few. I see why men are opting to get, just get a woman from a different country. Jeez, Jesus. Louise. I, men be weird. Men be what are you, Men be weird. What are you compensating for to do this? Also, why are you going on a show with like a very strong, independent woman? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> oh, I'm sending you a picture. What is it? I'm Jamie sending... looking at the camera. Yes. <laughs> I'd be knowing things. I know things. Um. Also. Peace and love to Chris Randone on his journey with Lyme disease, which he spelled like the vegetable fruit thing. <laughs> Peace and love and healing vibes your way. Um, I'm to oh, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. Are we both on Reddit right now? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, are we good? Oh, Matt is writing a book. Who asked? Who he saw Tyler's success. We should, I still think we should have a book club. 
the Bachelor book club. I just feel like as two people who were like pretty decent writers, mm-hmm. it would be physically painful for us. But it, but which I'm down to have, clown. You know they have just like a ghost writer though, so it's okay. It's yeah, but like great. Okay, never mind. Like, what does Matt have to say? <laughs> um, I know. Um, and apparently his thumb looks really weird in it. Um. Joe and Serena are moving to New York. They're moving are they? to New York. Um, and then also... That's hilarious because he wouldn't move anywhere for Kendall, but they're like, yeah, let's move to New York. I know. I know. Also, what a weird... Well, maybe it is kind of a middle ground space. I don't know. On yeah, Tyler I don't Cameron know. It definitely foundation is. foundation in honor of his mom. Mm, that's very sweet. Okay, should we get into the epi? That people think that Gigi Hadid's baby is Tyler Cameron's baby. Because remember, uh, we were dating. Yes, I do. That was the mo- weirdest crossover <laughs> of my life. Um, all I'm going to say about that is that it should be pretty obvious if it's Zane or Tyler's baby. Yes. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Have you seen the baby? No. Okay, so they protect the baby from paparazzi, which I absolutely support support and agree with but i'm also but also like give me the pictures yes exactly show (laughs) show me the baby extremely nosy um and so there have been a couple of times where photos have like leaked from like i think one time Gigi accidentally posted a photo and another time there was like a paparazzi one um and so i've only seen little snippets very cute i would like to see the baby a very cute baby um I will well, continue to respect their journey. Not. If it's Zane or Tyler's, it's going to be a cute baby because they're having it with Gigi fucking Hadid. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Can Zane you imagine though if it came out eventually that it was his oh. baby? Can you imagine? You know what? No. Do I want... Well... I, I kind of would like say, it. Well, no, because I, I would want him to be the there for his be, child's life. I would just say that the baby was going to be a set supermodel then because Gigi's like... I think Gigi's like 5'11 and Zane is the shorter Jesus. one. But Tyler is probably like what, like 6'2 or 6'3? So then yeah, like He's, he sure. gives me 6'3, 6'4 energy. Yeah, so then they would definitely sure taller than 6'2. Yeah, Not that 6'2 that... is short, but <laughs> my dad's 6'2. Oh. Jackson, he's probably as tall as my little brother's like 6'3 or 6'4. How tall are you? 5'6. Oh. I'm like <laughs> a little. <laughs> not given the people anything for anything they wanted for 10 minutes it's because you are delirious and i'm playing <laughs> candy crush okay well um damn it oh time limit it's telling me to fucking start recording and talking okay. about important okay. shit well i'll get into my batch notes which were last edited yesterday night and my first note is i took the quote it seems as if there is a rat in our midst. <laughs> <laughs> I did remember that. That made me laugh. <laughs> this episode was full of so many good ones. This episode was funny. This episode was funny. <laughs> and like, it wasn't funny content wise because everyone was fighting, but it was really funny and how they were reacting to the fighting. Um, all I have is that we start by going into the Top Gun date, which I texted you this. It was written through the male gaze, and I don't appreciate that on The Bachelor, which is my show. I would like something softer. Um, 
I've also never seen Top Gun, so I don't care. Yeah, this date was the least interesting thing I could think of for my, <laughs> or not least appealing. Also, that guy is in something. Oh, that guy's in Scream. One of the guys, that guy's in Scream Queens, which is okay. such a funny show, but it's like very weird to see him as like a normal person. But he wasn't that normal because like, have you seen Scream Queens? No. Okay, you would love it. Is he the, it's, does he play the barista in that? No, no. He plays, no, he plays like um, kind of like a Chad, like all-American like boyfriend. But the show is like very camp. And so he's yeah. like an idiot in it. But he wasn't completely normal in this where he was a little bit, a little bit like that character, which was uh-huh. like a little bit upsetting. Um, I have, okay, my note to that is, <laughs> quote. The other guy was hot though. I have quote, it's Jay Ellis and Glenn Powell, and then I have just a dash and okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, stop acting like we know who that is, okay? Stop telling me to know these people from Top okay. Gun. Um, Glenn Powell. Yeah, he was in Scream Queens, and he's, who's he married to? He went to UT? Wait, he's from Austin? Oh, interesting. Wow. Um, I had another note from this, so for our listeners, they're gonna do a Top Gun themed date, which essentially means they put on flight suits and be active. <laughs> That's the gist of it. Um, and it includes the spinny thing from Colton season. They broke that one out of the warehouse. They dusted it off, cleaned off the puke from it from last time, and they sent the boys back out to spin. Um, and then I had a note of, I, so I looked this, this up, Michelle is 5'9". And I was just actually thinking, wondering how tall she is. Because she's pretty tall, like, next to yeah. the guys. And I said, yes. weirdly enough, I love seeing Michelle be, like, eye to eye with all these guys. And oh, yeah, I, wrote, I love it. Normalize tall women, which I don't know what that is. Yeah, so basically what the people need to know is one of the guys won a jacket, a bomber jacket. Yes, that's all they need to know. <laughs> which guy was it? Will. Will. Will wins the bomber jacket. He's very excited about the bomber jacket. I'm like, is it like the sentimental value of winning the bomber jacket? Do you really love Top Gun? Do you really love the jacket? Are you... It's a cool jacket, I guess, but it looks like a costume jacket. Yeah. Um, but then he gets into a fight with Peter. Correct? Yes. Okay, I'm trying yes. to remember all these people. And I yes. pulled so many quotes from this fight. We Just... Have- Bruh, this episode was mouth because you want to have it does that mean like you want to oh kiss me i missed that one you hate yeah. my mouth because you want to have it uh we have... i just the moment where the, they are fully this is how the all their fights have gone so far like we can't even really tell what's going on in these fights because it's always them fully talking over one another yeah. But the moment where it's just all the other guys just sitting there in pure silence, like they're so over it. It was so funny. I just feel like in general this season, a lot of the guys are not into the drama like at all. Like they will not give the producers anything to work with. Nate has been. Yes, King. King. And so you you can tell that they're just like, fuck this. And they're just like, whatever. Um, Okay. So I have more. So we have starting off. I once again just need to repeat, bruh, you hate my mouth because you want to have it. What is it? How did I miss that? (laughs) 
And then we have, I would love to get this like on a t-shirt tattooed on my body. I change lives one Birch. slice at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. <laughs> like, how is your pizza changing lives that much? Um, and then we've got, you're like a little chihuahua biting at my ankles. Yeah, that I do remember that one. He's really visual. Yeah, he loves a metaphor. And then, oh, and then we got, did you check the pockets of the jacket? It came with tissues. With tissues. Sympathy jacket. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, I didn't really take much notes on that. Like, but you can just tell the guys are over it. Yeah, a and jacket then gets thrown in the pool. Peter throws the jacket in the pool. And again, you can tell the guys are like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Will gets very upset. Was I was like, is there more context to this? I know. Like, I, I wonder if he was like upset because the other guys didn't do anything. Like, yeah. I wonder if he felt a little bit like betrayed. Yeah. That's but fair. I actually liked Clayton in this episode. I know he's a basic white man, gives us very <laughs> little, but he was like, Will, just be the bigger person here. Like, don't give into the drama. Like, yeah. he was really, he handled Will really well. Um, also, my man, Martin, <laughs> getting that group date, Rose. He's so hot. I'm sorry. He's so hot. Oh, he's so hot. This is Haley's fave, Martin. He's one um, of my faves. He's so hot. But the moment where she takes him to a four-string quartet playing Take My Breath Away. <laughs> and then, wait, no, no, no. And then... It's Michelle's voiceover talking about how she's so happy that there's no drama. And then it's Will fishing his jacket out of the water all at the same time. And it's him like struggling to get it out of the water at first. I was like, we're wrong for that. This, that is up there with, who was it? Riley and Marissa making out. Connor's like to Connor singing. She's gonna come back for me. No, oh it was over him god. singing. Oh my god! I think I'd like block that out of my mind. Oh my god! Yeah, can we also talk about "Take My Breath Away"? Like, what? I I'm so accustomed to the show bringing out a country singer that I've never heard of that I thought that it was gonna be like a country singer singing "Take My Breath Away" to a string quartet, but it was just a string quartet i don't know interesting it was insane yeah so um, that's episode one or date <laughs> one that's the whole episode. god date one then we get to a little one-on-one with my man rodney i am such a sucker for a nice guy like friend to lover trope like uh, Give me all of that. I love that shit. Okay. Like I follow this girl for her like book recommendations and she loves like an enemies to lover trope. And uh-huh. I just, That's I'm a, a friend to lover oh, gal myself. I, like uh, makes me feel all tingly inside. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I think enemies to lovers does like outrank friends to lovers a little bit to me, but they are really, no, See the end. They're both such good, like slow burns, and they yeah, are I like. Just... Don't give me a love story where they know they love each other from the beginning. 
I do yeah. care for that. I would like a little more. I spice just like love when it's like you just don't look at someone like that for so long. And maybe I'm saying all of this because <laughs> personal experience, <laughs> but like, and then it's just like you realize, and it's just oh. And like, I also have a weird thing that this probably isn't very good, but like the way that Rodney like feels insecure and it's like so clearly like, how could she be into me? Like that makes my heart melt, even though I think he's a great guy. Like the fact that he feels undeserving of Michelle Mm -hmm. makes me really emo. Yeah. So I, and I loved their date. I thought it was fun and chill and it just was nice and they had a really good conversation at dinner the way that he was like so focused on her when she was talking I was he was he was listening to her so intentionally and yes. so intently and then she talked about like um they talked about like growing up being black and she said the sign that like almost made me cry again and she was like there were times where my dad did not have to speak up because my mom was already standing in front of him and i was like Tears, tears. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really like Rodney. I don't know if he'll be the one at the end. I think he is going to go far. Mm-hmm. But I love him. Are we hoping for some paradise time for this king? I don't know. He doesn't give me paradise vibes. Who's here for paradise? Yeah. Who would he like end up with in paradise? <gasps> Natasha. <gasps> See, he seems older to me. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Universe. Universe, make it happen. Um, yes, that was a very sweet date. I really Yeah. Okay, it. I stopped taking notes. Just this is all that happened after after this day in terms of my note taking. Group date two, spoken word poems. And then it just says Jamie with six question marks. <laughs> and then that's, that's it. That's accurate. That's accurate. Um yeah, so they do their group okay. date where they have to write poems and everyone I know poem and Jamie comes out with a parable. Well, it was so, like, weird because normally when they do any sort of public speaking date like this, like, they spend so much time showing, like, the expert, whoever it is that they bring in, like, talking to the people and helping them because they're all struggling. And then all of these guys wrote amazing poems. I know. And we're totally willing. And we're totally willing to be vulnerable. I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to hear more of them. Also, can we talk about another one of my new favorites who is not going to get enough screen time in the season? I can already tell. Leroy. Oh, yeah, you were texting me about Leroy. Yeah, he lives in Dallas, so. Ooh, he's a PhD student. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, Leroy, when you're off the. Uh, I'm single, 23. If you're, if and when. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm willing to commute. the show and you would like to have an easy podcast to ease into being interviewed. Oh, we're, we're going for two different goals here. I see. Oh. Well, I was suggesting he come on the podcast. Then Ooh, it's kind of like a, yeah. I had a really, really amazing, true, thank you so much. I had a really amazing meet meet cute today that could have truly been the start of something great, but he didn't ask me for my number, so. I picked up some, this is also so me that you're going to laugh. I picked up some Brussels sprouts at Trader Joe's and the bag was like fully open. And so then they all just immediately came out of the bag. And this very cute boy helped me pick them all up. And he didn't say anything to me. Then I got Jimmy John's delivered to the studio. And I was like so excited when it came because it took me forever to order because my card kept not working. And I was like, my gosh, thank you. And the guy like left and my two coworkers were like, Haley, he was looking like he was in love with you. And I was like, damn, missed connection. Yeah, 
Damn, you're really on anyway. today. I wish. It must be my pheromones or exactly. whatever those are called. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they all do these amazing poems and then Jamie and they're supposed to be about themselves, like sharing vulnerabilities with themselves. Like whose was it? His was like Malik's was like very deep. I remember. And then Jamie gets up and says he lost his notebook. I'm like, you had like 30 minutes to write your thing. That I don't believe in superficial red flags. That's a lie. I do. (laughs) But if I did believe in superficial red flags, losing. Oh. Losing a journal within 30 minutes, huge red flag red to me. Flag. Yeah, you're gonna, if we have kids, you're gonna personal responsibility. Yeah. Um, and he just like tell, tells a story about a girl walking through the woods. No one got it, no one understood it. But then we go, then we go to the date night portion. Wait, the, what? Yeah, sorry, really quick. Can we talk about Michelle reading her poem and they're all, and it's a lot about being a black woman and they're all, they all stand up and give her a standing ovation. And then Rick, who I actually like Rick, but Rick goes, I can't promise to understand her, but I'll do my best to listen or something like that. And I was like, did the producers feed you that line, Rick? Like it was very sweet. It was a very nice sentiment. I don't doubt his, his, his genuineness, but I was like, boy, Boy. (laughs) the way he said it, I was like, okay, every Every company's Instagram or every company's commercial oh. in summer 2020. Yeah, I was like, I was like, are the producers trying to like make up for their the past 20 the past years? 20 years of their um, horrible franchise. For yeah, for being terrible. Um, but okay, so then we go to the nighttime, and literally the only <laughs> note I took is so it gets to the part that like her and Jamie are talking. And I said, the way that Jamie raises his eyebrows before kissing her, dot, dot, oh, dot, no. I do remember that. Dude, I remember that, too, and being like, oh, God. Not like, there was something about it that made me so physically uncomfortable. That's an ick. That's an ick. That was an ick. I forgot to bring up what I texted you about, and I need to talk about it now. Can we – what's happening? What is my cat doing right now? What were all of the men wearing on the first group date's cocktail party? They were all in like like going to a beach. They were no. They all looked like it was summer, (laughs) summer 2015. They were all wearing plain cotton t-shirts of different colors. Like none of them were dressed up nicely at all. And Michelle looked smoking. Yeah. And Clayton comes in wearing a yellow cotton t-shirt. I was like, my brother wore that exact outfit to his own graduation party, his own high school graduation party. No. Like I. It was so upsetting. I know that little section with Clayton was supposed to make me like him. Did nothing for me. No, I actually, I actually liked him more when he was like talking to Will and being like, "Hey, don't bring drama in. You're better than this." Yes, exactly. That made me like him more than anything else. Um, and then after that, I stopped taking notes. Um, but basically, what we got into is that the whole Jamie Finasco, if we will explodes where jamie is saying like oh we like because if you all recall jamie told michelle that there was some discussion within the house about her having known joe prior to the filming oh hello baby is there someone behind me oh (laughs) i didn't even hear her she was sneaky sneaky girl um angel and so Jamie brought that up, and now it's, like, become this whole thing in the house, because now Michelle thinks that, like, all the guys are talking about her, upset about her, 
And then Jamie, because Jamie made it seem like all these people were concerned about it. The only person that was concerned about it was Jamie. Um, and then, let's see. So it's just kind of so, like continuing to bubble, correct? Yes. Yes. I don't really remember much from the rose ceremony, except that Brandon got this, or from the group date cocktail party, Brandon got the second group date rose for the second week in a row, which was kind of crazy. Like, that's kind of crazy. They don't even do that even when the guy, like, someone is a front runner. Yeah. So, Brandon must make it far. And I I think he's really nice. He is a baby to me. He looks like mm-hmm. a baby. He has a baby face. But she really likes him. So, okay. Okay. Oh, gosh. And then that's when he pulls the producer aside. Jamie does. And is like, I don't know. Like, I know that most of the time, like, I believe in my heart of hearts, like, Olivia Caridi was not actually a bad person, like, on Ben's season. Or, like like uh demi or uh what's her name why can't i think of that one who's like corinne like they're just playing it up for the cameras you know what i mean but like him pulling a producer aside i was like i don't know i don't know it's like interesting to see how they're editing his his making him look i guess so then we get to the cocktail party for the rose ceremony And Rick pulls her aside and wants to talk about, like, what happened last week and let her know that, like, a lot of them aren't questioning her character. And he doesn't know who told her that, but – and it just, like, kind of comes out naturally. He's not even, like, asking her to be, like, tell me who told you that. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of comes out naturally that she says, well, Jamie was the one who told me that. So then Rick goes and tells Nate and someone else. I don't remember. And then Nate just right away is, like – Again, this is, like, the guys are not wanting to get into the drama, and they also do not want the drama to impact Michelle. Like, they're very aware that any drama that happens is just going to hurt their, like, relationship exactly. with Michelle. Like, so, so Nate, it was low-key so hot. Nate was like, Jamie, come here. And I was like, <laughs> And then Jamie looks like a fucking clown trying to defend himself. He's, like, trying to, like, spin it. And then he's like, so he tries to spin it by being like, well, I was worried of how she might look to the viewers of the show. Yeah, to the people at home. Or, and Nate and is like, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then he starts being like the episode and Nate's like, what are we? Yeah. Also like, like, I'm sure when you're on the show, you think about like, how is this going to be edited or yeah. whatever? But it's like, they never make the main person look bad ever. When have they ever made... With the exception of like Ari, like when have they have they ever made like the the bachelor or bachelorette like look bad? No, no. Why would they ever? They, the that? show relies on you liking that person. And that was that was so weird. I was listening to Chatty Broads today, and they were talking about like the breaking the fourth wall, being like, "You're talking about me." <laughs> Yeah, it was, I just, like, Nate's face was so funny. I remember Nate's face being, like, um. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, so then. So then they bring it to Michelle, and then Jamie tries to defend himself in front of Michelle. And he just looks so bad. And so then she just sends his ass home. Yeah, she's like. But, I mean, I think it's worth, like, acknowledging that he literally was the first one-on-one. And he was, like, the first person that she's formed, like, a deeper connection with. Yeah. And then she turned to be, she turned out to be so wrong about him. Like. I think that's how much her trust. Yes, a thousand percent. Um, Especially because apparently on Happy Hour. Yeah, Happy Hour, she was saying, like, one of the reasons why 
she wanted to trust him was because they had had that really deep conversation. She'd really gotten to like hear about his life. And so she wanted to trust him from that. And so when he told her that, that like people in the house were concerned, obviously she's going to believe it. Yeah. Um, was there a chance to think? I literally just remembered in my head that Rodney goes streaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, He's such a out. good sport. And then they were like, hey, guys, come on down. Oh, they they were like, that's so I was like, that's so dirty. That's I know. He took funny. it so great, though. He took it like a champ. They also, if you'd noticed, at the poetry date, invited the guys from the first group date to go hear their poems. Also, what's his name? The youth pastor. He's not actually a youth pastor, but he's really he the spoken word, so he spoke like a he speaks yeah. like a youth pastor. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think. That's the oh Yeah, and then she sends Rosemary. him home and then she sent home a couple of good guys. She's like sent home a few guys that I really think just didn't get enough time. Which I know is like the name of the game, but she's like kept her on other guys and I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Um Pizza Man. But she sent home she sent home Pizza Man. She sent home Spencer, who I was kind of sad about. She sent home Malik, which I was really sad about. Um, but yeah. Oh, and she cut the cocktail party short, which was a yes. She said peace out. Like, so then, and then next week it looks like there's drama with this guy that I swear I've never seen. Mm-hmm. And Nate, and at one point Nate calls him out, and the guy's standing next to Nate, and Nate is like what six eight or whatever. Uh-oh. And the guy looks, I think the guy's, like, kind of, like, appetite anyway. And he'll uh-huh. stand next to Nate. He looks. I'm going to look up how tall Nate is. He's, like, six up that he's tall. They said that, like, in his intro or something. It might be in his cast bio. He is six foot eight. He is the Jesus. tallest person to appear in Bachelor Nation. That's insane. Wow. That's yeah, six foot eight. Wild. Yeah, he's like Good for him. Look at Michelle. I wish you could see Michelle's smile in the photo that she has with him, her first one. But look at that. She's like five nine in heels and he's still like a head above her. I can't see it. It's not loading, but no. yeah. that just goes to show like she's tall. I think she has okay, so I think next week she has a one on one with Martin. Oh so I'm really excited about. And I can't remember what the the dates were. I, I'm blocking out. I really but... don't know if I watched the trailer because I finally got to the end. I know she's a date. With... I know she's a date with Martin. I know that there's drama with with that the guy Chris S. I think is his name. Oh yes, 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 yes. Because yes. he says something about I don't know, but there's drama with that, and that's all I can remember. I could not remember what the group dates were. I, now I'm going to go watch. I don't know how I feel. I'm considering getting spoiled. Don't do it. Okay, well, my thing is, I'm so bad at following these seasons when I, like, don't know people and things like that. And so I'm like, well, maybe if I spoiled myself, then I'd be, like, really interested in, like, the love stories between these main no i think you shouldn't do that well respectfully okay yeah so she's like a car racing date oh and then there's like this thing and you really cannot tell what kind of date it is but i think it's like a like a photo shoot is what it's giving me and then she's in like some sort of like ski lift thing with rick interesting oh and then alu and brandon are standing next to each other shirtless 
And then, yeah, this guy is, like, I think something about having it in a bag, having it in the bag, and then all the guys are really mad. Uh, and she's crying. And now he looks sad. He threw us all under the bus. Who are you to call me into question? There's no reason for any of this. Let's go for a talk, bro. This is a, yeah. Um, can we, oh, look at this photo Nate posted of his dog. Again, it is not loading for me. Oh, there it is. There it is. Cutie. How tall is Nate? Google search. Um, I know, no, your Google search is just how tall is Nate? No last name, no bachelorette, just how tall is Nate? I get straight to the point. Um, can we discuss, since we're at the end of this episode... Oh, okay. Fun fact. Jacqueline is getting married. Remember Jacqueline from Ari's season? She was really smart. She was, like, getting her PhD, and then she left so she could keep going to school. No. Okay, I, I do. At all. How do you spell her name? Um, her Instagram is Trumbolina. Trumbolina? Mm-hmm. Like Trump? Just kidding. That's what it sounds like, but it's not. There's a quote Trumbolina. I don't wait just give me what's her name though Jacqueline how do you spell Jacqueline though J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E okay thank you I remember she left because she um... I just like need to see her face oh yeah yes I totally remember her so smart. Yes, totes remember her. Yeah, she went on Paradise. Oh, really? I forgot about that. Or I didn't yeah. watch Paradise at that point. Um, what else was I going to say? Okay, since we're at the end of the episode, um, can I discuss with you the Halloween costumes? From the season? Please. Not from the season, from the people... Mostly just how Demi's whole rear end was out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude. I, I I don't. I I mean, I think she's allowed to wear whatever she wants to. I'm just like. Yeah. I'm just amazed that I would be so nervous about my butt being out, personally. Um, but I'm glad that. I think that's so funny. I don't know. Also, okay, Katie. Did I send you this? Okay. Tell me, someone sent Katie flowers in the following caption on the flowers. And you have to tell me who you think did it. Okay? Okay. Don't let anyone treat you like free salsa. You are guac, girl. Guac. I know who they're from. Yes. It's giving Connor B energy. Alana and Chris, but really close. Ew. Really close. Yeah. yeah. That's painful. Oh, Peter Weber, why my difficult Madison Pruitt romance didn't work out. We, I'm sorry, but... Do you, do you have to explain it? We watched it multiple times. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I remember that Becca was on Ari's season. 
Like, what? Ari? <laughs> Peter's season was so stress-inducing for me. I remember. Uh, did we have the podcast at that point? We didn't. Did we? No. I, <laughs> I feel like we just talk enough about this that I like assume that we've just recorded. It's been ourselves. doing it forever. Uh, that uh, that season was so viscerally painful for me. I just wanted it to be over. So. I just remember that that season ended during like 2020 and it was, or like it ended right when COVID 2020 hit and it was yeah. just like so accurate. <laughs> and we watched like the finale over spring break. And so I was with a bunch of my friends uh, and we all were like yeah. just shrieking. Oh God, it was a sign the- times. Oh. Okay, well, that's all I've got in the old noggin. That's all she wrote, folks. Sorry, this episode's a mess. You know what? You're allowed to do that sometimes. Um, I think, well, wait, next week, are you going to be in town? No. When's the week that you're in town? The week of Thanksgiving. Well, we're going to do a live episode. (laughs) Well, not live. For a live studio (laughs) audience. Could you imagine how upsetting it would be if we started, like, a live stream on Instagram? (laughs) Or we, like, called, like, a theater in Lincoln and we tried to rent it out. (laughs) Um, But, no, we're going to do an in-person episode with our friend. I think Joe would be great on this. Oh, he'd be amazing. And so we're going to do it with JoJo. JoJo. Did you know that I had a crush on Joe when I saw his headshot? Yes. And then I and then I met him. And then you and went, I said, oh, oh, this won't work out. I said, this won't work for us. Um, we're welcome. really excited for you all to meet him. <laughs> he's the best. He's truly, like, I mean, he's, there's, he's he gets really, along with us. And he's so. on reality TV. Company. Yeah, he's, he's really into reality TV, but not The Bachelorette. Yeah. So it's perfect. He will engage and indulge with us. All right. Shortest episode yet, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Okay, peace and blessings. Love you guys. Kisses. Peace.